welcome to your midweek episode of the Horrible Movie Podcast. This week, we have a new sponsor, Phil. Do we? Yeah, and, and I just wanted to tell you, they just I just got this um, in a tape. It's a t- cassette tape. Do you have your tape deck up there that we can plug this into? I'll have to dust it off, but yeah, I okay, think, I think we got it. We're going to plug the tape in. I have not had time to listen to this. But it's from a new cell phone. Uh, it, it calls itself a cell phone. Calls itself a cell phone superstore. Um, I, it sounds legit. I, people, I, people love cell phones, man. And, and it's new in town. They have a nice business, nice brick and mortar uh, front to it. Uh, it's Ronnie Dupree's cell phone superstore is what it's called, and um, he says he's going to save you money on on cell phones. Um, Phil, go ahead and plug that in the tape player and roll that. Commercial for Ronnie Dupree's cell phone superstore. Sorry, I have to rewind it real quick. Okay, rewind it. Ronnie didn't rewind it apparently when he dubbed it off for us. Okay, here we go. I've never seen a commercial on a tape like this for us. I know. It's kind of weird. All right, I think we're ready to play. Hello, my name is Ronnie Dupree, and I am the owner of Ronnie Dupree's cell phone superstore. We have all the best deals for all your needs for technology, like pagers and flip phones and also bag phones. Did I mention we are slashing the prices of our pagers? We're looking to unload up to 150,000 pagers that I purchased uh, from a Chinese pager dealership, um, anticipating that people would eventually migrate away from smartphones and back to pagers. With that said, I'm taking it on the chin. That's right. I will be basically giving these things away. We are starting a new program called a laptop for a pager. That's right. You will be trading in your laptops and I will give you however many pagers you would like. Maybe one. Maybe two. Take three. Whatever you want, you can have at Ronnie Dupree's Cell Phone Superstore. Store, store. And then also, we are starting up a new a new thing at our superstore, and it's called Please Someone Buy This Superstore From Me. I bought into this hoping that I could be a cell phone technology mogul, but I honestly have no idea about cell phones. In fact, I'm not a mogul. I'm more like a, you know, like a muggle from Harry Potter. With that said, come on down to Ronnie Dupree's Cell Phone Superstore. We will save you money on pagers, flip phones, and bag phones. I guarantee it. I can't say that. Trademark infringement. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, well that was a little... That was not what I expected out of a cell phone superstore of current times, maybe. That that was rough. If he wasn't paying us, I I don't know if I'd run that. Right, and he seems... Like us, like to be out of his, uh, maybe out of his depth sometimes. But all right, well, you know, like I said, an, an advertiser is an advertiser. <laughs> even even the bad news bears had Chico's bell bonds for a while. <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome to the horror movie podcast. This week's movie um, on the main episode is Chips. And Phil, I'm going to be honest with you. You said we should watch this movie and do this movie. I'm a little bit aggravated right now by. You forcing me to spend time with these with this movie. In my defense, I had not watched the movie before. You I just knew it was bad. Stated that yeah. this is one of those that everyone said it was bad. Like maybe like that newest, uh, you know, that like that newest Transformers movie. Yeah, I heard it was bad. Yeah, and um, and so, but just generally, 
you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, cop buddy movies. Thoughts on those? Yeah, so I found a Esquire magazine has a website, mm-hmm. as it turns out. Most, oh, really? Most magazines do. <laughs> well, some do. <laughs> and uh, they ha- they put together a top 10 of uh, best buddy cop movies. And there's a few on here that I haven't seen, but uh, the number one movie that they said, as far as buddy cop goes, is Lethal Weapon. Like the first oh, one. Oh, I love Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I-, I feel like that's a movie that a lot of people think of when they think of the genre. You know, the okay. um, white cop, black cop, best friends, going to help each other out in a jam. One's crazy and one's <laughs> straight laced. Together they're fire and ice. Mel Gibson is really, really good in that movie. So both of them are. But He's good in a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, number two is Hot Fuzz. Did mm. you ever see that? No, I never saw it, but it's got uh, the guy from Shaun of the Dead. It's got Simon Pegg. Yes. Yeah. And he's he's really funny. They, that's like a series of movies that he did with that, that other actor. Like the mm. same actor that's in Hot Fuzz was also in Shaun of the Dead yes. and one other movie. I can't remember. I, I always forget the third movie. Um, but they did several movies in a row together and Hot Fuzz, I think, I think was the third. So um, it's pretty good. Uh, number three is End of Watch, which actually is has a tie to the movie that we're doing this week on the podcast, uh, Chips. Michael Pena is in End of Watch. Really? Yes. It's a but it's another buddy cop movie, also starring Michael Pena. Huh. So have you seen that one? No, I've not seen it. Yeah, it came out in 2012. I there think. are certain genres that I just don't really buy into. And the buddy cop genre is not one of my faves, but go ahead. <laughs> uh number four is an old movie, 48 Hours. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I have seen that one. I've seen all the Beverly Hills cops, and I've seen I've seen 48 hours, another 48 hours, uh, 48 hours and another 48 hours. I don't think Beverly Hills cop shows up on this list. And number three, I, I apparently is really, really bad. Like that's one we could actually do on the podcast. Legit. Yeah. 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 Beverly Hills. Cop, yeah, cop yeah, three. yeah. 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 And I've seen all the lethal weapons too. Yeah. And those are good though. They're lethal. Yeah. Uh, number five is training day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah really good. Um, I just yeah. love the whole Denzel Washington kind of but that one's serious men- though, mentor right? mentee. Yeah. It's not a funny movie, but, yeah. um, but it, I mean, it's a buddy cop. I mean, it's two guys that are learning from each other yeah. and solving crimes yeah. and all that. Uh, number six is dude, one of my favorite movies. I, I, I like this whole franchise, but, uh, the fir- they have the first rush hour on here. Um, with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. So funny. Chris Tucker does um, kind of a... Have you seen any of those movies? Yeah. yeah I've seen he, the does, first he does like a Michael Jackson love kind yeah. of thing where he's yeah. kind of dancing like him and yes. kind of like he'll sing like him and stuff like yes. that. And then Jackie Chan, like it's, it's really like one of the most... Um, mainstream Hollywood type movies that I think that he's done. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, his, his movies are not always funny. Like he's, he's actually kind of a serious martial arts right. guy. No, he's really, but, he has but his own he's, style. Oh, and he's so comedic in these movies. So yeah, no the first one, especially is really good. Um, for those of you that don't know, Chris Tucker, um, played a lot of the same roles that Kevin Hart plays in movies. Now that's a good comparison. It's almost like, it's kind of eerie to me the way they do things yeah. in Hollywood, you know. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's I, totally I don't, true. I don't like that sometimes how they how, how Hollywood does that, but in the same, that's just kind of how it's built. So yeah. Anyway, blame it on Hollywood. Uh, number seven, they have the other guys. Uh, I have seen Marky this Mark. movie. I have seen, and Will Ferrell, which I like. Will Ferrell when he's being Will Ferrell, not when he's 
whatever weird version he turns into for um what was that kicking and screaming oh the yeah soccer movie <laughs> i have not seen this one uh is it a funny one is it's it, funny it's a comedy yeah okay. it's it's funny it's funny uh, number eight is an interesting one. It, it actually kind of ties in with our movie for the week too. 21 Jump Street, the movie, which was based on the 21 Jump Street TV show, um, which starred um, uh, Johnny Depp, of all, of all people. Starring Johnny Depp. Who is also in... Yorkshire. <laughs> not a real show. Not yet. It's coming, out, it's coming, it's coming out, out this fall. It's what? coming out this fall. Wait it's, a minute. It's not a real Are show. Are these ads you've been giving me are they not real <laughs> was it's, ronnie dupree real it's, it, i'm sure he is i saw his building in here in town if he wasn't real he wouldn't be able to talk he gave me money and told me to play this tape anyway. and he, then he drove off in his trans am his firebird <laughs> he had his t-tops down and a mullet wow no offense to mullets continue 21 jump street the movie uh did really well in theaters it got really good reviews 85 percent on rotten tomatoes uh kind of that taking the 90s tv show the old older tv show and and updating it revamping it for modern um audiences and it did really well and um the movie that we're talking about this week did not do so well chips (laughs) did you watch chips the tv show uh no i i watched it Really? I mean, rerun. It was in rerun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it was on the first season that it was on was predates our birth. Like it came out a couple right. Of years I'm not saying I saw it in first run, but yeah, I'm saying Nick I, I saw it maybe? in yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Nick at Night. Um, I do know that either USA or TBS played Chips. Chips. Yeah. Show. Chips the show. We talked about this before we hit record, but it, it did end up going to syndication because they got that six seasons in. That fifth or the transition from season five into season six actually lost uh, Larry Wilcox, who was one of the leads in the show. He actually bailed from the show, and then they replaced him with somebody else. And then Eric Estrada kind of took the lead from there into season six. But, Eric Estrada. Um, because of that, six seasons they got syndication after that. It's cool. You're cool. No, you are. No, you're cool. We got a lot of people on the cast here. Let me look here. I saw a name on the cast of the old Chips, a TV show. Robert Pine was also on there. Larry Willowcox. I saw a name. Michael Dorn. You know who Michael Dorn is? No. Worf. Oh, really? From Next Generation. I thought that was him. He's really cut a lot of weight. Um, And you know why? He's turned completely vegan. Oh, wow. He played a Klingon, which only basically eats raw meat. On TV, but now he's right. only eating plant meat. He's a plant killer in my eyes. And it's okay. We They don't have feelings. We the, can eat the all plants. the plants. Aloe vera plants have feelings. Can you prove that they don't have feelings? Well, that's something I've learned that aloe vera plants have feelings. And actually a lot like them, and people misconceive this, um, just because they hurt you when you grab them. Cactuses. I, I've always thought that aloe vera was, was really cold. It is cold. That's that's why <laughs> it's their life force being drained. Um, but <laughs> cactuses, you think they have feelings because aloe vera has. It's different. It's different. Hmm. Cucumbers no feelings. They do when you combine a cucumber with a melon, make a delightful lotion from Bath and Body from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> cucumber melon. Are they a sponsor this week? No, but my friend Steven, who's been on the podcast, who did uh, High School Musical 3 and what was the other one he did? 
Steven screaming at the. It was a Christmas movie. I don't know. Steven would tell me later. Um, he, one time when we were in high school, ate a hand a, a spoonful of cucumber melon because he said, "If this tastes anywhere near what it smells like, this is going to be the best tasting thing I've ever tasted." And I'd say a whole spoonful. It was just a little bit. It was not. That's disgusting. It was not good. It was the taste of lotion. I would not ingest any kind of lotion. Bath it, and body it's like works sunscreen. If you've ever accidentally, you know, you've been putting sunscreen on, that's the flavor. Whatever flavor that is, bitter, amaretto sour. I don't know. I'm not sure what the flavor is, but anyway, where did that come from? Michael Dorn, vegan. Yeah, kills plants, not humans or animals. There you go. Number used, nine used to be a Klingon. Go ahead. Yeah, the Klingon gave up meat. Number nine is Men in Black. I loved I loved that movie when okay. it came out. I, Are they cops? It has not aged well. They're paranormal people. Well, they're alien cops. Yeah, they're busting aliens. What about for, RIPD? For that gets no credit. RIPD needs to be on this podcast. <laughs> and number ten is The Heat, which I did not see. That's a, a female buddy cop. Yeah, yeah. Movie, with, uh, right? Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock. Sandy. What happens when you take Melissa McCarthy and put her in a movie with Sandra Bullock? Melissa McCarthy, hilarious <laughs> on her own. Put her with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> She's great. It's like putting peanut butter and chocolate together and making a peanut butter cup out of it. Only it's not. It's the heat coming to NBC this fall. Not to be confused with heat. The movie heat. But. Or the Miami heat. <laughs> The basketball team from that NBA. You know what I have? Are you? Is that is that number ten? Yeah, I, I would say my favorite on that list is probably Rush Hour. Oh, I, 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 Jackie Chan is. I, I've watched Rush Hour probably seven or eight times, and I would watch it again. Um, do you know who Ichiro Suzuki is? No, Major League Baseball player. You should know. He's uh, now the oldest pl- person. To- Don't tell me what I should know. No, okay, he's the only person or the oldest person to start a Major League Baseball game. He holds a ton of batting records in in Japan, and then once that was over, he came to America, and he's got a ton of batting records here too. Wow. He's literally modern times, maybe the best hitter in modern times. Wow, Ichiro Suzuki. He, how, how old was he? And like when he set that record, he probably came over here. I can find out. Well, uh, forty six. He's forty six right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Ricky Henderson, who's one of my favorite players, was the player that did it before him. Ricky Henderson's awesome. Okay. And you're from San Francisco. Yes. So he was in the Bay Area. Shortstop. Played, played center fielder. Played for, no. who are you thinking of? Who was the shortstop? Ozzy Smith? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to think of who you're thinking of. No, I, I, I remember Ricky. Um, the Bash Brothers was Super huge. fast. Yes, super fast. Yeah. yeah. 1989, 1990, those were the, the glory days. So, of- so here's why I bring up Ichiro Suzuki. Ichiro is to that baseball to baseball, basically, in my eyes, in a way, this is a stretch, how Jackie Chan is to American film. He had a big career in Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan was known. Like in full Japanese. And it was like, like no, this, like, no English. when you and I would have been, like, high school or maybe even junior high, you would, when he was starting to do some of these movies and some other movies... You'd see him doing what's basically parkour now. Yeah, and he was doing yeah. this weird, like, but before flip it was cool. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And then, but you'd see these Japanese movies, and they would be in Japanese, and you'd be like, "What is this?" And it's almost like this imported kind of thing. He's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was they're, a, weird they're a great duo in that movie. 
They are, and they're hilarious. <laughs> they're hilarious. Rush Hour. That now I can see, I can see NBC creating a Rush Hour TV show now, and you'd be like, oh, "Why? Yeah. Why'd you do that?" <laughs> the, I think the hard thing to do with a a, a weekly show like that it um, turned into chips it, yeah and it, it would it would be really really hard to do the stunts on a weekly basis there's no way that they could pull it off it'd be lame um you know like alias like the, the tv show alias with jennifer garner and mm-hmm. other shows like that that try to wow you with every week like that first episode of the season is always incredible the yes. last couple episodes are, all, are like that and everything in between is kind of like okay there were a couple cool action scenes yeah. but nothing that really that's why i like TV shows now that do 13 episodes. Yeah. Because you cut out that middle, the Monster of the Week middle episodes. Yeah. You know? Now, for syndication purposes, Chips, like you said, Chips, the TV show, added a new actor the last season so they could get to that that syndication mark. Um, but as TV is now, like I said, Netflix is already kind of in... Uh, it already plays that syndication because it's already not on its own service. It's on an on-demand service. It's kind of like HBO. There's not much difference between what Netflix does and what and what HBO does. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as far as the, the quality they create content yeah. and they have movies and they have some TV shows. Except HBO has been doing it for a long time, and it's not always been on demand until it went to the internet. That's changed everything. Think about that. Do you think Netflix will ever go to a we're only giving you one episode at a time model like mm, HBO? Boy, I don't know. People like just binging through that stuff. I think they do. But you can't milk it out as far as the ads go. But Netflix doesn't have ads. I think the strength with the weekly release, and it's the same thing with games. Like some some games are becoming episodic is what they're called. Right. Where they release like a two-hour chunk of the game every month, like once a month. Really? Yeah, the Telltale games will do that um, where you just get it in little bits and pieces. There's a, another game mm-hmm. called Life is Strange that right. came out a year and a half ago that did that, did that episodically. Um, I. I think where you win with episodic is you keep the conversation, the buzz going. Yes. So like podcasts and TV shows and news outlets will cover it over the course of a five month period as opposed to just one dump and then you never hear about it ever again. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously it's not hurting Netflix to not have that model and they're doing They've created fine. the model almost. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Netflix and chill. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, I have a list as well. Yeah, do from it, man. Rotten Tomatoes. It's an editorial from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I'm gonna list it really quickly. Twelve great, and it says great buddy comedy pairings. Editorial by Jeff Jeff Giles or Jeff Giles G I L E S. Okay, so it's either Giles or Giles. Um, first one listed doesn't give it in order. Beverly Hills Cop, eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The Guard. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. This the guard has Don Cheadle in it. So, anyway, there he is. Hmm. Um, wow. Any weird. Uh, la, 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 la. The Heat. 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. Like you said. It's got Melissa McCarthy, it's got Sandra Bullock, and it's got a heart of gold. <laughs> um, Hot Fuzz. Yep. 91% on the Oh, wow, Rotten that's way Tomatoes. higher than I would have thought. Lethal Weapon 2. Interesting. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. The other guys, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. Red Heat, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
I don't know if I know that one. And um, Jim Belushi, who's been on this podcast before. Interesting. And it must have come out during his heyday. It came out in the eighties. Does it say? I had to click on it. I'm not going to click on it. It looks 80s to me. It looks 80s or... Yeah, 88. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of during those Terminator days. Here's one. Running Scared with Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. Huh. 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Again, editorial. Rush Hour, the first one. Yeah. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's low. Yeah, it's low. Stakeout. Richard Dreyfuss, Emilio Estevez, a blast from the past with Emilio. <laughs> I, I know there was a sequel called Another Stakeout, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then there was I, a restaurant chain called Stakeout. <laughs> um, or The Great Steak, whatever it is. I remember seeing those. 64% for this one, Starsky and Hutch, the movie. This guy listed this as I didn't Starsky see and Hutch. I, I didn't, uh, you know, I saw it. It has Snoop Dogg in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ready for this one? Super Cop. Hong Kong Cop Kevin Chow Chan Kaiku, played by Jackie Chan. When did that come out? Oh, interesting. Out? Is that, that's going to be a cop. subtitled Might be. Movie. It's in China. It's got a lady in it. Jessica Yang. No, rewind. Michelle Yao. Super Cop. Yeah, it was, uh. It was released in Cantonese and English. There you go. That's what I gave it, 96%, because they're like, it's got foreign language in it. It must be awesome. <laughs> like, seriously, people in another country are like, they watch Chips, this movie, and like, if, if you just put this in French, and it, let's say this, you only put <laughs> Chips in French, people would be like, yep, best movie ever. <laughs> It's an avant-garde piece about off-duty patrol people, and there's all kinds of hijinks, but it's in French. That means it's good. Michael Pena learned French for this role. They could even just subtitle it over and just have <laughs> a really bad voice. Anyway, sorry. I, I digress. I rant. Phil, do you have a preview for this movie? I sure do. Okay, let's cue it up. Uh, you have it on a digital copy, or do you have to put the tape in like Ronnie Dupree's? Yeah, it's on VHS. Oh, great. Yeah. Cue got, it up. I got this direct from from the studio. It's got a gold case. <laughs> Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chips. We're the California Highway Patrol. California. This job is crucial. That's the ending. Without us out there, they're showing the ending. That's the credits. California Highway Patrol think they have some crooked cops. They want you to go on the inside. Go in the cover within the department? That's awesome. We put you with a rookie named John Baker. So who am I playing? Francis Llewellyn Poncherello. Are the first two female names? <laughs> John, I like you. You remind me of my husband. He is really handsome. <laughs> You've had you know, I forgot one, she was two, in this movie. Yeah. I wish she would have been in more. You can ride a motorcycle. I'll give you that. That's Dax Shepard's yes, character. Ma'am. Like a mother. No. <clears throat> He's he actually was kind of funny. He's a f- awesome man. We're partners. Let's kick this off with the real <laughs> thing. Oh, dude. You're homophobic or whatever. That's cool. No, 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 no. You think I'm homophobic? John Baker? The Baker? Oh, CHP. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> all suited up for battle. What, looking like UPS drivers? Super cool. Go brown, right? This Jeez. job is my one shot at saving my marriage. What are you wearing? It's my uniform. It's like you're three beers too intimate. I'm a tough motorcycle cop. I got no emotion. What's your job? Find the dirty cops. Check it. You're FBI. Yep. Hey, we need to focus. 
Are you kidding me right now? I'm just like kind of powerless when it comes to yoga pants, you know? Let's get you out of this parking lot. You have a visible erection. You think you can ride with that? Oh my know. gosh. We don't know who in this Hide your kids, this. hide your wife on this one, folks. <laughs> We're like Jay-Z and Beyonce. We are ride or die. I'm Jay-Z. We're in pursuit. What's your 20? I'm northbound. Time to southbound. You screw up this case. You're fired. You've got a legitimate lead. We have a suspect's head. That's a victory. Nasty. I was trying Just to nasty. I need to get into some warm water. I'm not going to carry you there. Is this I a Red Bane trailer? Oh, my God. No, it's got some language in it. It does have language. No, 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 no. There was no contact. I could have swore I felt either your nose or your lips. Nope. It might have been like a, a, little, like a little bit of contact. <laughs> okay, so there are not not a lot of funny parts in this movie, but they just spoiled literally yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he had underwear on in that scene, that, that one scene that we're not going to spoil because people haven't watched the movie yet. Well, it's already spoiled by it being a scene <laughs> in a movie. Um, okay, so there you go. We, the next time we talk, it's going to be on Friday-ish, and it's going to be the main episode of Sorry. Next time we talk, it's going to be on the Friday episode of the Horror Movie Podcast. Okay? That's what I just said. Sounds good. I slowed it down that time for you guys. Yep. Um, anything else, Phil? No. Nothing? Looking forward to Friday, man. Nothing? On a 7 Mary 3? You know? Okay. Did you ever listen to that band? Is it based on the Seven Mary Three is from, from this their call sign. Well, I know Seven Mary Four was one of them, right? Their band, Seven Mary Three, he named it after Chips. Oh, I did not know that. That makes sense. Wherever two like two like a two right two wrong or two right dance tonight. Break a cumbersome. That's Seven Mary Three, and then like that song's kind of heavy, and my mind's kind of heavy, and that band's not heavy. Like they're, that band is like. Like their second album, the third album is like updated Bruce Springsteen almost. It's weird. It's very I don't think weird. I ever listened to them. I liked them. Just their singles. But... Saw them live too once yeah. in Springfield at the Juke Joint. Who are they with? Uh, a band called the Honey Rods. It's a national. <laughs> there was a national band as well. Oh, really? I've never um, heard of them. But um, just, uh, like the opener, like I would have killed to be the Honey Rods. You know, you know what I'm saying? To be like. We're opening for this band. It's awesome. One We're of the only the shows that I saw at that venue in Springfield, and it was it's honestly one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, uh, was Dishwalla. I bet they were good. Yeah, they came to Springfield. Um, I saw um, a lot of bands there. When it was Juke Joint, played a lot there. Played there when it was Juke Joint. Played there when it was the Rockwell, and then it closed. And now it's the Public Library. <laughs> it's actually Coffee Ethic. It's Coffee Ethic and the Public Library. Yeah, it's separated by a big. Uh, old barn door like this really cool it, it sliding went, barn door it thing. went from literally the loudest place in town you to the quietest quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know you've been around a long time whenever the venues you used to go watch bands at and play at <laughs> becomes a library yeah you know that's a big morph man that's a big change it used to be a, just a screamo rock band now it's war and peace yeah and that's actually the name of my new screamo rock band, War and Peace. <laughs> We're War and Peace! Thank you, <laughs> Anyway, all right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Later. Bye-bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horror Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana. From Missouri to Missoula. 
88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorrormovepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found.